Today, we have a really interesting conversation, what I'm calling a collaboration case study, with Justin Breen and Mark Fujiwara about the secrets to their success. Stay tuned. Hi, Shannon Waller here, and welcome to Team Success. Today, we're going to have a really, really interesting conversation and actually probably some live coaching, brand, brand new, with two phenomenal 10X clients, Justin Breen and Mark Fujiwara, who are very unique and different entrepreneurs in some ways and very similar entrepreneurs in other ways. And we are going to talk about all things profiles and all things teamwork with two really powerful, individually successful entrepreneurs. But how you guys have really both combined your teamwork into a collaboration is what we're going to focus on today. You know, Justin, you and I have chatted about this, Mark, you and I a little bit about, okay, how do you put together two people? people who on the surface look really different, but have actually been incredibly successful in their teamwork. So thank you both for joining me. I can't wait for this conversation. And I know it's going to have some insights for our folks as they're listening. But Justin, I'm going to have you introduce yourself first, because you will do a much better job than I will. So answer the question, who is Justin and what are you up to on a day-to-day basis? Yeah, it's a great honor, great honor. And to see this all come together, it's just amazing to me. So yeah, I'm just a dad who happens to be an entrepreneur. And the purpose of my life is to be a connecting superhero for every visionary, abundance, investment mindset entrepreneur and share their stories with the world. So I'm either spending time with my family or completely living in my unique ability, purpose of my life. So it's a lot of fun. I love that. And tell us a little bit about your company. Yeah, so I'm a 100% simplifier and companies are 100% multipliers. So first company, I was a journalist for 20 years and created my entire business model based on how PR firms annoyed me for 20 years. And the second company, which I know we'll talk a lot about today, annoyed by platforms that let everyone in. So Mark and I created basically LinkedIn without the BS. (laughs) I love that story. (laughs) All right. Awesome. What's the name of this company? Yeah, so first one's called Brepic, and the second one's called Brepic Network. Mm, Nice. And I love, you actually create things out of frustration, which is how I do as well. (laughs) I actually did a podcast one time, just creating something new about a frustration or inspiration. Usually it's inspiration because you're frustrated. You see a danger or a problem out there that just annoys the, you know, what out of you, and then you decide to do something about it. So I feel you. (laughs) on that one. Mark, thank you very much for joining me. I'm looking forward to connecting with you even more. So tell us who Mark is and what are you up to in the world? Okay. So first of all, this is a bit surreal, Shannon, because I probably listen to all the recordings on a daily basis and I'm always hearing somebody else getting interviewed or talked to or you're coaching. (laughs) So it's like, whoa, now I'm (laughs) really in all seriousness, this is a big honor for me. Mm. You know, I don't take that lightly. So to answer your question, I'm a wealth manager, portfolio manager from the start. And I've always been frustrated with just the norms and what everybody else is doing. Differentiation is a big deal to me. So I started to gravitate towards a family office type of business, which pretty much in a nutshell for listeners that don't know what a family office, it's when you have very wealthy people that hire their own individuals in financial and non-financial capacities. What I do is what's called a multifamily office, where you work with professionals that work with multiple families or multiple businesses. That has been what I sought out to do from the early start. You want to talk about Markisms, I guess the two words that I pretty much live by are the two words that are on the kanji is on my shoulder and tattooed, which is Ikigai and Ichigoichi, which is a chapter in Justin's upcoming book, by the way. Now, Ikigai is kind of the hedgehog principle where you're playing in the four corners, which is you're doing something you love, something you're great at, something that makes the world a better place. And there's something that provides you with capital, whether it's human, emotional, financial combination of all. Ichigo Ichi is the word for presence, which is the appreciation of this moment. So right now, I have six monitors in my room right now. This is the only one that's open. And that's how I play anytime I'm with like yourself, with clients, 
with my daughter. In fact, my daughter is one where I can really get focused. And I'll even say, am I an Ichigo Ichi? Am I, am I presence? And this little voice says, no, dummy, just ask that question. So you're not 100% focused. And they'll start to look at her fingers, how they move. You know, the fact that she has very long, in fact, she does, she has very long eyelashes and they're uneven and just all these little things about it. So the point of that, though, is that I look for people that play in those two values all the time. Okay, so just in yourself, you know, you are strive to play in Ikigai and Ichigo Ichi. I notice it, you know, right from the start, you're present, you know, people that are multitasking, doing other stuff while they're talking to me. Those aren't a part of the family office network. Those are the part about the network that Justin and I set up. So those are very crucial. And I think when you play with people of those like values, then that becomes so easy for me to be true to those values. Mm, I love that. And I thank you, first of all, for the compliment. And I'm flattered that you guys (laughs) are honored to be here because as far as I'm concerned, we're all just folks looking at creating value for others. But I really appreciate that. First of all, you know, doing something you love, creating value, getting paid for it, you know, all of the things that you talked about, and then also being present. And that's something I deeply appreciate. And I'm like you, I'm a bit intolerant when people are not, and I notice it, and then they're not part of my world. So mm-hmm. yes, on all of those things. It's also what you found with each other. The other key thing, both of you have talked about how important it is to be a great dad. Yes, And I love that. It's very clear that you're very connected to the people in your life that are really important to you. And it's not clients first. It's actually your family first. Right. So right. thanks for being, as a daughter, <laughs> thank you for being great dads. I really appreciate that. And I love and respect men so much when they show up as being a great dad. So deep appreciation for that. Thank you. You're welcome. It's meaningful and needed (laughs) in the world because you actually set the tone for how your children grow up, you know, and it's a lot of leadership. Moms say anything against moms here. I am one, but dads provide enormous amount of direction and confidence, especially to girls, I think, as well as to their sons. So it's important. And I love that you see that. Now I want to find out how the heck you guys actually met up and decided to collaborate. I know that you saw something in each other that you you found a common purpose, but how did that happen? I'm just dying of curiosity. Yeah, this is like the greatest strategic coach story ever and my whole life is story. So I don't say that lightly, Shannon. I'll give the Cliff Notes version, but, you know, I had this idea, you know, to create this network because most of my day is just connecting top entrepreneurs on the planet. That's most of my day. And so this new company is just technology for my brain. But I'm very low on implementation backstage stuff. So if I tried to do something like that, I'd electrocute myself. I mean, I, I could barely tie my shoes. And so I was talking to Dan Sullivan during Abundance 360 on a side chat in Zoom. And I'm like, hey, Dan, I'm trying to find my Babs. Because Dan found Babs Smith. And Babs created Strategic Coach. I mean, Dan's good at talking, but... Dan building a company <laughs> would it be a good good idea. So that would be me trying to build a company. I'm, that's not my skill set. And so I was talking to Dan. He's like, well, the trick is to have your Babs find you. I'm like, oh, that's a good idea. I'll do that. So I did an impact filter, which is a strategic coach tool. I started selectively sending it out to some folks. And one of those folks was Mark, who we had met virtually in a strategic coach session. I believe Chad Johnson was the coach that day. Yep. Yep. And so Mark and I just started side chatting during that, and we were finishing each other's sentences. And so I sent him that impact filter, and Mark's like, oh, let's let's do that. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, And it was really interesting because everything I had written down in the impact filter for it to be successful is exactly what has happened. It was amazing. It was like predicting the future, which I'm very low in, by the way. And it's just worked out perfectly. It's a perfect collaboration. And Mark is full backstage and I just talk about it and it just works. (laughs) I love that. Now, Mark, I want to hear your side of the story too. What was it like to talk to Justin and get that impact filter? It was pretty incredible, actually. I, you know, I go back and because I'm very optimistic, I always look for silver linings and things. So there's two humongous silver linings to this pandemic, COVID, and it, not the appreciation of toilet paper, but one was <laughs> one was the fact that 
I was home all the time. And in late April of 2020, the nanny had gone home early. Amy was, you know, had some work to do, my wife, Amy. And she said, can you watch Stella? And she's 11 months old at the time, our daughter. And go upstairs. I said, yeah, absolutely. And she had been like kind of standing up a little bit, but just like falling, you know, you know how babies are, right? And for some reason, she like stood up on this little toy that she had, just like about two feet high. And I'm like, I have a feeling something's going to happen here. I didn't know what. And I was there to witness and to film her first steps ever, which was just this. So I have two older kids, 18 and 16, and I missed them. I missed those steps. That and meeting Justin were the two big silver linings. And if it weren't for having these virtual sessions, I don't think Justin would have flown out to LA from Chicago if he has strategic coach in his backyard right there. The initial reaction to Justin was that, of course, Justin being Justin, we get on this call, who's the first guy to raise his hand? It's Justin, right? And I was just settling in and all of a sudden I'm just like, whoa, who is this guy? (laughs) It was almost like, I got to hang out with this guy because he was so to the point and direct and genuine. And he said what's on his mind. And so I started Googling him. I picked up his book. I picked up his Audible, the first book. And then we started chatting on the side here. And it was almost like we were finishing each other's sentences in the chat. And then we got in the breakout room and it was just like, it felt like this explosion. And, you know, it's interesting too, because there's a lot of times when you have conversations with people and they're never like from point A to point B, you know, they kind of wave a little bit, they break off on tangents and they kind of get back on track a little bit with Justin. It just felt like there was just like this, you know, you were going down the road and there was no deviation. We were doing these weekly just meetups, if you will, just me and him. And I was like, holy moly, you know, 15 minutes. And there's so much, that I learned and so much that got done. Mm. So when he proposed this idea to me and it was almost like, oh my gosh, yeah, you do this and this and this. And then he goes, how does your brain work? And I, I asked him, like, well, how does your brain work actually? Because <laughs> part of it is bringing people you know, to the door and to the handoff and made for this perfect relay team, if you will, yep. which were the stuff that I didn't like. You know, he was the you saying bolt exactly exactly right so you guys can't see it but i'm literally holding up a baton because yeah, <laughs> <laughs> i actually call it the unique ability relay and right. when you can have a great handoff to someone who has unique ability talent that you don't it's like woo-hoo, you know clouds part sun starts pouring out angels sing it's just incredible right. so i love that i think you know that's awesome by the way and i'm gonna get one just because good idea look i've had the frustration sometimes of being on teams and you're running that first leg and then you hand the baton off and you're like oh man i gotta run that second leg or you get the second leg you get the baton and that person's running right by you right it's like oh i gotta check to see if this is right this is right and you know maybe i have some input on this with justin it just felt like he like threw me the baton and then he's off you know at the starting line back again but really what it has to do with is just like anything that we had a lot of common values. We had a lot of things that we were doing kind of the same way. But when it came to getting things done, completely, completely different. And all the stuff that I can't stand, he's super good. In fact, I'm always like, how does he get his hands? Because he's a big fact finder. I was like, how does he really get that done with looking at all the facts. I mean, I'm a one fact finder for that. So pretty much that means, you know, I, I don't delve into the facts, just get done, go from start to finish. He like get his hands dirty and just say, okay, (laughs) you know, how does this work? And let's look at the process, but it just worked magically. And I have to say, I've run into a lot of great successful people, but it just seemed to flow right from the start. So Mm. that's how we started this thing. I love it. I love it. Well, what's really fun, and we're going to, this is going to be a little bit of a profile conversation because you cannot talk to Justin without you, Justin, hearing <laughs> what, what your profiles are. And I'm like, oh my God, you know this a lot. <laughs> I've been studying this stuff for 20 plus years. And you really live by this. You're very, oh, very clear on how your mental energy plays out, how your emotional energy plays out, you know, with your family, with your wife, all the things. So it's a big part of how you are aware of how you function in the world, which is spot on. Mark, you're very similar. And I have all your information because you're kind enough to send it to me. So let me share this with our audience and then we'll kind of dive into it. 
And it's really interesting. I am going to bring in one of the things that's really key is when you're looking at doing different profiles. So you guys were just talking about Colby, which is how your mental energy plays out. So, you know, and that's what's key. You know, when you're actually doing things, having two people who do things the same way, you can end up in competition or inertia because you just talk about stuff and never, nothing ever actually happens. So having complementary talents can be super helpful. Now, the other part of it though, and this was fun looking at both your profiles earlier, is that your motivations are so close. And that's really what drives what Colby calls the creative process, which is you look at the three parts of the mind. So you've got the cognitive, the intellect, what's upstairs. And that's mental processing. Obviously lots, or not mental processing, mental horsepower is what I heard someone call it, which I really like. Now it really helps when both people are super, super smart, which both of you are. So intelligence has to match too, right? Or be complimentary. But then the process really starts with how you feel about something. If people don't care about it, you're not gonna strive. And so both of you care very, very deeply and you both actually wanna be a hero to the same people, which is another Danism, Dan Sullivan, and that's critical. You both care about the same people and you care deeply and actually how you do that, we'll talk about your Clifton strengths and your print profiles as well in just a minute. And then how you actually strive, you know, after you decide something's a good idea, which didn't take long, <laughs> that's your intellect again, that's your reason, you know, you can want to jump off a cliff, but then you're like, hmm, I don't have a parachute, might not be a good idea. So reason does <laughs> kick into this creative process. So how you feel about it, do you care, starts, then it filters through how you, you know, a little bit of how you would take action, but then you're like, is this actually a good idea? That was a full Yes. Hell yes, for both of you. Then there's how you take action, which is wildly diverse for both of you, which is really interesting. So let me go ahead and share that. And that's probably a little bit how it happened now that we kind of talked that through. This is insight we had as we were talking before the call. So let's just start off with your deepest motivation. This is measured by a brilliant profile called Print. Actually, we have kind of exclusive relationship with the Hertz Group who created the profile through our fabulous coach, Adrian Duffy. And what it measures is what is underneath the surface. If you think about motivation, Clifton strengths, disc, all the personality factors, print measures what's underneath the waterline. So if you think about an iceberg, it's what drives you. It's your deepest need. And both of you are so similar on that. So there's nine different ones, but just in your innate three, which means to be strong and self-reliant and to succeed and achieve. Mark, your number one is a three, but your first one's a three to succeed and achieve. And your second one is to be strong and self-reliant. So one of you is an eight, three, the other one's a three, eight. So your deepest motivation, so lined up. Smidge, you know, occasionally one of the other will jockey for position, but both of you are very much doers, very much take action. And both of you want to be successful kind of your own way. Yeah. Right? Very independent minded. I'm an eight print as well. Right. Minds to enjoy life and be happy and to be strong and self-reliant, but not dissimilar. So your deepest motivation completely lines up, which is interesting, which is partly why you can move so fast. Just saying. Oh, I didn't even mention, (laughs) you guys have also written a book together. Mm -hmm. Pretty cool. You know, so lots of stuff has happened in a relatively short time frame. This partnership, this collaboration is not even two years old, Right. Not even a year. No, not even one. Not even one year old. And look at what it's produced already. Now, let me just talk to you your Clifton strengths because I think that's kind of fun. So Mark, your competition number one. And competition is an influencing strength. So this means, first of all, you really don't like to lose. Let's be clear. (laughs) (laughs) That does not land well. But it's an influencing strength because you actually are brilliant at influencing other people to want to win too. It's not that you have to win at all costs. It's That's not the strength. The strength is you can go, hey guys, we can pull this off. We can be number one. You know, that's the influencing part of competition. So it's really important you understand the positive angle of competition. Then you have maximizer, which is like to take really, really good things and help make them amazing. No surprise about who your audience is. Then you come in with a relationship strength of empathy. So this means you can feel what other people are feeling. It's not sympathy, but you have that emotional connection where you can get that read on that human on the other side. Achiever, totally an executing strength, which goes along with your three, (laughs) which means you wake up every morning with the counter reset to zero and you've got to get mm, done or it's not a good day. Yeah. 
This is the number one most common strength for people who do Clifton Strengths, just so you know. <laughs> it's also one though where at least for coach clients who we're coaching them to take free days, you have to have a different list of things to achieve on free days. Mm, yeah. You still need your achiever list. It just can't be working. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right? You're like, have a nap, check, <laughs> you know, or spend time with your Oh, daughter. that's how I do free days, Shannon. Okay, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I was wondering if you knew that yet. <laughs> it's very important. You also have focus, another executing strength. So when you're on something, it's laser beam which is really cool. And that's actually, when we get to your Colby, that'll be kind of interesting. Now, what's interesting, Justin, is you're not, you're not that different. Activator number one. This means for some of this conversation, you're like, okay, Shannon, keep moving here because we need to get going. <laughs> people I know with activator, they're like, okay, let's go people, let's move. <laughs> Maximizer, again, both of you, it's number two on your list. So you like to create great things and make them amazing. So another strong point of connection. That's your number one maximizer isn't it it is my number one very true <laughs> maximizer strategic and i always say if you look for me anyway if you look at my top two maximizer strategic you know a lot about me i am always looking for maximizer strategies right now i i also like simple ones i'm a three fact finder on colby <laughs> so i scan through a lot i curate a lot i read a ton and the ones i'm going to promote are ones that are maximizer strategies, like Colby, like Clifton Strengths, like all the things, right? I have oodles of them everywhere. So yes, I mean, I love all 34 <laughs> of the Clifton Strengths, but knowing your top five, your next five to seven, so your top 10 to 12 is useful, but even the top two yeah. is so educational. You know so much about someone if you know those two things. Justin, your next one is Achiever. Again, you wake up every day with the counter reset at zero. And I pretty much don't know anyone who takes action as quickly as you do. Just saying. Exactly. Competition. You also want to influence other people to want to win. So you guys will like cheer each other on, which is kind of fun. And then you bring in responsibility. And responsibility is really, if you say yes to something, you can't not do it. All in. All in. And responsibility is an interesting one. Every single one of the strengths, Clifton strengths, and if you've done yours, go to gallopstrengthcenter.com if anyone wants to do it and they haven't yet. All the strengths need to be managed to some extent. I can take my maximizer too far where there's no real payoff other than in my mind, <laughs> just saying. But responsibility is interesting because sometimes you have to be careful. There's responsible to and responsible for, right? And this is a Marilyn Waller distinction, actually. So you are responsible to execute on things that you've committed to, but you're not responsible for everyone else. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the distinctions or boundaries that's really, really important with people with responsibility. They need to not take on too much responsibility on behalf of other people. And it's a definite danger. I don't know if you found that Justin or not, but it can be, maybe it's part of what frustrated you before. Yeah, I mean, Mike, mm, Mike Colby8671 is I've got this, so we've got this is much better than I've got this. And, <laughs> you know, I was a journalist for 20 years, so those top five are very good for journalists when you're writing two to three stories on deadline every day. Yeah. This yeah. Is, I mean, this is just me evolving, but I mean, all this stuff is great, and I'm a high fact finder, but, you know, I'm a lifelong learner. I've been reading this book called Hero on a Mission, so Mark and I- Oh, Heroes to the same people. So Donald Miller's the author, and he's talking about there's a three-part formula for creating a life of meaning. It's like Viktor Frankl, Man's Search for Meaning 2.0. And I've, mm -hmm. I've actually always thought Dan Sullivan's a modern-day, future-day Viktor Frankl. I've always thought. I agree. Yeah, yes. yeah. and I don't say that lightly. I mean, because that's the ultimate. That's the ultimate. So here's the three steps. So one is take action, creating a work or performing a deed. Two, experience something or encounter someone that you find captivating and that pulls you out of yourself. And three, have an optimistic attitude toward the inevitable challenges and suffering you will experience in life. So all three of those, really, what it comes down to is taking action. Because if you don't do anything and you just live inside your own head and just overthink things, you can never actually learn anything. So my whole point in life, and you know, I've been an entrepreneur for five years, zero business background, I'm not a business owner. I'm just full creative entrepreneur. Main reason for the success is I just do it. I just activate and then team up with people like Mark who also want to activate. And then we learn along the way. Yeah. Very exciting in that regard.
Dan actually said that in the workshop the other day. He said, it's not that I don't research. I just don't need to research before I take action. I take action and then I research. <laughs> that kind of is my research, right. right? Like that's interesting. And I like that, Justin, because you are living. Why that formula speaks to you personally so well is because that is your profile. Right. Right. Your print is all doing. There's thinking, feeling, and doing profile. No thinking, no feeling, doing. <laughs> well, that's not quite true, my friend. Yeah, almost, almost. <laughs> very little, very little. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you definitely operate out of the let's move and then we'll, Dan always talks about being in action creates momentum. You learn what more to do, what less to do, what works, right. what doesn't. But until you're in motion, and for most entrepreneurs, also doers, especially at the highest level, that makes a ton of sense. Yeah. I love that. So very cool. Now, I just love the synergy between your Clifton strengths. I mean, what's the great thing about profiles, I never, ever feel boxed in by them. I know some people get concerned that way. But to my mind, they just put language to things that you are already experiencing anyway. Yes. And then you lean into them and then they get even stronger. I mean, the formula that Gallup talks about with Clifton Strengths is talent times investment equals a strength. Mm. So you invest time, energy, learning. And by the way, a strength is where you achieve near perfect performance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who the heck doesn't love that? Yeah. I will sign up for near perfect performance any day. <laughs> So if that's something that's important to you, it's pretty cool. Whereas playing to your non-strengths, not so much. You can invest a lot of time, a lot of energy in that and get next to nowhere. You might do damage control so you're not horrid, but you're never going to be great. So investing in your strengths makes way more sense. So love that. So let's talk about your Colby's. So you've already mentioned, Justin, eight fact finder, six follow through, seven quick start, one implementer. An implementer, just to remind everyone in Colby, well, implementer means using your hands, mm-hmm. using tools. You probably would not wander around carrying a baton like I do. <laughs> Mark's like, yes. Mark, <laughs> people like you and I need to use props. Oh, yeah. Yep. Props are our friends. We become much more expressive that right. way. That's right. So yeah, and there are no zeros in Colby. <laughs> so, if there was, I would be a zero implementer. <laughs> yeah, it means all abstract versus tangible, right? So you, the strength with a one implementer is you can imagine. Mm-hmm. You do not need to see tangible evidence like I do, and probably Mark does, before you're willing to buy in. You're like, you can go there. Yeah. So that yeah. big visionary capability, the abstract, I have to go kick the tires sometimes before I'll actually buy into something. So there's a speed advantage to that for you. <laughs> and you work in a world of connections yes. that is relatively abstract. You're not going to be building your own home anytime soon. You'll have it built. Oh, Sharon, that's a great point because I can see the connection in my head and I just know. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So that's the strength. Everyone is worried that, oh, if my number's short, we don't even use the word low. My number's short, I mustn't be very good at it. It's like, no, there's a strength there. Yeah, Same as my three fact finder yeah. and your two, Mark. Yeah. We can simplify. Yeah. Initiating fact finders can exactly. run into analysis paralysis really quickly. They can get lost in the weeds. You and I are like, "Mm, let's just cut to the chase here, shall we? Now, if there's a lot of research that's needed, then we find our Justins. That's right. (laughs) So I love that. And then Mark, you're 2586, so two fact finders, simplify. Five in, now, five in follow through, and Justin, you're a six. So both of you have actually, you're not allergic to structure. Right. I'm a two. Right. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm a two. I'm like, I'm kind of like in awe. Because both of you can see the plan or the need for a plan. At some point, you'll be like, okay, I'm done. And then you need to yeah. find someone who's a seven or an eight. But the follow through, you're not allergic to follow through. I kind of am. I have like two steps, start and stop. And that's kind of me. So you're not going to conflict in that at all. Eight, you're an eight quick start. And Justin, you're a seven. So again, both of you, this is the, if it's new and different, it's automatically better. <laughs> So that innovation, making up new stuff, putting connections together that are creative and new. Every single Colby instinct is in fact creative, but this is how a quick start's creative. It's that making up an innovation that's key. And then Mark, you're a six implementer. So you're going to be far more tangible in terms of your how your creativity comes out. So tell us a little bit about that because an eight six, a quick start 
implementer because they modify each other. It's a pioneer profile is what they call it. So you probably find yourself doing new and different things that other people haven't done before. But how does the tangible part come out for you in your world? Yeah, it's a good question, Shannon. I think tangible typically means because, well, one thing I'm really good at is numbers. Insert Asian joke here, but <laughs> but one of the things, this is kind of a cool story. One of the things that drew me to Justin was the fact that I have an algorithm that will look at opportunities. In fact, it's a similar algorithm that I already knew this, but it said you should marry Amy, you know, when you're dating her. But where it relates though, is that the evaluation, I think that sixth implementer and the fact that I like to have some sort of the tangibleness is that number zero to 100. What is that number, right? I'm pretty good at just, you know, firing off in my brain and I can usually get pretty accurate on this. Justin's was at like as high as can be. Hmm. And the factors that go into it is just about, you know, the character of the person, you know, is this an opportunity that see further on this too, he had, he had something that was really not out there and it was something that the world needed. Hmm. And he said, Oh, we can do this and this and this. But I was like, well, we can actually take that to a different level here. And that was where, where it started and where it is now is we still have that base LinkedIn without the BS, but there's other things that have kind of morphed into this as well Mm -hmm. in terms of, yes, we have a great idea. We have some great people that we're putting together, but now there's certain things where I'm starting to see that, oh, we can add some of these things into this, Mm -hmm. which makes it even more special and more different. I think that's where it really comes into play, Shannon, is that when I can see the opportunity, but also see how I can move that opportunity up a level or two or three by putting things in there that really haven't been done. That's very cool. That might also be your quick start with the shorter fact finder follow through because you don't. I don't mean to say this in a way, Justin, that doesn't validate yours because your talents are epic, just saying. But it is, the facts are already there. You know where to go find them if you need them, Mark. Mostly you'd ask Justin, you know, the rest of it. But you can actually envision that bigger future without previous kind of having to do that research yourself. You know, you can see how to leverage that up. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. It's been an interesting thing because I just did an in-person 10X workshop last week. And, Mm -hmm. you know, Dan was talking about make it up, make it real and make it recur. So for this, for this, I'm almost dead last in ideation, by the way, in Strength Finders. But Mm -hmm. if I have a good idea, activate, maximize, achieve, all in. So this was a good idea. So I I made it up. Mark is make it real Mm -hmm. and then make it more real and make it bigger. And I mean, that's not me. He's like Babs. I mean, I'll, I'll start it. And then the members and our team, they're make it recur. They're the make right. it recur. Right? Yep. I'm just to make it up. Let's get it started. And then whatever Mark wants out of it, whatever the members, the clients want out of it, I don't really care as long as it we're serving and being adhered to the same people. I don't care at all as long as it benefits them and changes the world. The world. Very cool. I love that. Yeah. And it sounds like it just gave you a fabulous platform, Mark, to just, you know, you talked earlier, Justin, about you being a simplifier. Mark, sounds like you're a multiplier, like you're someone you can take something, just see how big it can get, which I have the same capability. No, absolutely. And I think it goes back to, you know, I talked about Ichigo Ichi and Ikigai and the, the people that play in that space, being present, being purposeful. And when I'm in the room with somebody that plays like that, and the beauty of this network is the fact that not all the great ideas come from my head, actually. Right. I'll start talking about this and people are like, oh, why don't you do some thought leadership pieces on this? Or why don't you do this or that? And so it's kind of been created with a lot of these like-minded individuals who immerse this idea, immerse being in the network, and then kind of take it to another level. Or mm-hmm. have you thought of this? And it's interesting, too, because I will go back to Justin on our Zoom calls and say, hey, Justin, we're going to add this to the network. And he goes, oh, my gosh. How in the world did you think about that? Right? <laughs> Which goes to the point of, you know, we go back to the time where, you know, he's doing a lot of the work and then it's just like, okay, now we're going to kind of see where we take it from here. 
I love it. Well, and that's also the brilliance of being open to input from your community. Right. right? This is a partnership with your audience. It is not one direction. It goes back and forth and being receptive and responsive. And one of the things I appreciate about Quick Start is it allows me to be, both of you have it, really in tune with being present with your audience in that moment rather than just what you brought to it from your head, which is sometimes how other people bring to it. And that's more like a presentation rather than a conversation. So I love how tuned you are to that. You guys have also done some in-person events from at least the social media I've seen. Yeah. Only time we've met was at the launch party. That's right. So I'm good at that. I can do a launch party at Chicago Yacht. I can do that. <laughs> and here's the other thing that's interesting. One of the folks that came from Canada, from Toronto, is David Mancilla, also in 10X. He's a 7662 Colby. So his company built the platform. Mark and him coordinated that. So wow. Came, right. So again, you take action. You bring people together. That's what happens. So that's been exciting. And then, you know, he's more like me, but his team is great. And all I cared about with how the platform worked is that a monkey can use it. Yeah. And that it works. You just type in, this is who I need. And then it goes out to the network. It's very simple. And then Mark and David and his team make it better and better. You guys have a Who Finder platform? That's what it is. And that, yeah, that's LinkedIn without the BS. And it's been interesting. Wait, 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 wait. Who Finder? I actually, oh, yeah, man, that, Finder, that's yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah, that's what it is. No one can see you just held up who not how. I know, I know. But that's all it is. So the formula for creating a successful global company is you see a problem, create solution, problem solve successful global company. So journalists for 20 years, annoyed by PR firms for 20 years, create a solution, problem solve successful global company, annoyed by platforms that let everyone in because I hear the same problem in every single whether it's strategic coach or it's abundance for any group that I'm in, we need to find this person. We need a connection to this person. Okay, well, but then we'll build it. We'll just build the platform. And it's really been fun. Mark's full backstage, so he can talk about this more. But the first you know, dozen or so members, most of them are one of two types of people. There have been or are PR clients or they're 10X or free zone or summer signature, but 10X or free zone or abundance 360 members. Those yeah, are the and yeah. 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 Very cool. Now, I'm just going to go back to Colby for one second. Mark, did you really enjoy the hands-on aspect of the launch event? I mean, hands-on, I meant literally like shaking hands with people if you were, <laughs> it was during COVID. But I mean, was it great to just see people in the flesh? Yeah, it was pretty amazing too, because I'd known most of the people at that event actually through virtual sessions. I had never met anybody at that event face to face. And it was really done. Talk about surreal though. When I walked into the room and saw Justin, it was like, it's almost indescribable, but it was kind of a sense that it's like, I've done this before, but not really, right? I've, I've seen you before and I've, and I gave him a hug and I, and I, when I hugged him, I was like, this feels like I've never had that experience of being like, we've done this before. We've hugged before. We've yep. no, we haven't, but it was just, right. you know, it took me a while to be like, Oh wow. He's right here. Yeah, <laughs> I totally get and it. He's much more handsome in person, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. I love that. Well, it is kind of weird when you get to know someone so well at so many of the levels that we've talked about, you know, cognitively, affectively, striving with Colby cognitively, but then not to see them in 3D, right? Yeah. Like it's been a 2D experience, but the depth of what you've created, the network, the communication, the platform, all of that, you know, and then to finally do it in 3D, you're like, Whoo. and especially at least for me, I know I'm a I'm a tangible touch person. It makes a big difference to me when I can actually see people hug them in person, all the things. So that's kind of why I was asking to see if we have a similar similar yeah. experience of that. Right. It makes it real, right? Yeah. That's the whole deal. Absolutely. Yeah, that's awesome. So I'm super impressed. It's been very fun to look at your profiles and see just from a motivation standpoint, how, I keep using this word, <laughs> Justin, even though it's the name of your company, how epically aligned you are from that. That's, I'm sure, a huge reason for your success. But then also your Colby's are somewhat diverse, very different in fact finder, very different in implementer, not dissimilar in follow through and quick start, which I'm sure also helps. And then you also bring in other people, you know, be it, is it David? Yeah, David, who's awesome, by the way, right. with, again, complementary talents and teams. So teamwork is collaboration front stage is the same as teamwork backstage, right? It's that 
you know, external teamwork is really our definition of collaboration. And you guys are such a phenomenal example of just how that can come together. Now, do you guys, just for fun, just to explore this for a second. Now, you're pretty different in Fact Finder. Do you guys ever experience a rub? Ever find it useful to have a mediator or someone to translate for you or not? You may not either. I'm just kind of curious about how that plays out for you guys. Yeah, so because Justin, anytime there's a little roadblock in the area, like I'm pretty good at identifying Colby and what the scores really mean. Mm-hmm. He's amazing because my son took a Colby one day. He's 16. Yeah. And I said, what does this number mean? Because my son's Parker. Parker was like, what does this mean? And I'm trying to describe to him. And I was like, oh, Justin, this is Parker's Colby score. Tell him what he's going to be when he grows up. <laughs> <laughs> so, but to answer your question, though, when that comes, Justin will usually, you know, maybe a little roadblock or trying to, it's a little obstacle. Justin's like, oh, yeah, no, you're, you're a low fact finder. So, okay, yeah, we're just going to power through this. Or there's, you know, there's always something where, because we're different in certain things. I mean, we have some very strong commonalities, of course. Yeah. But because we're different in certain ways, Justin is usually the one that kind of identifies that mm-hmm. and also identifies kind of a solution around that. Okay. And he knows that I don't need to know all of this. Right. So he sometimes will go down the road and he's just like, oh, no, 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 forget it. Just, <laughs> you know, we'll, he'll, he'll get right to the point. He'll land the plane, as he calls it. Okay, that's really cool. So what I'm hearing, and this is another, Dan describes it as staying on your side of the line, okay, is that both of you stay on your side of the line. So, 100%. yeah, and Justin, you're really clear where your strengths and talents lie, also where marks are, and then it's like, okay, no, I got this don't worry about it. It's handled. And you have such a high trust level between you and such great, again, I'm sure it's because of that commonality. Without that, it'd be a very different conversation we'd be having. And then also, you probably know, Justin, that Mark can simplify and he will also multiply and he'll be great in the tangible. So you really know how to play to each other's strengths, which is the essence of teamwork, Mm -hmm. right? You're aligned from what your motivation is. And then you really are trusting of one another to each do things in the way that each one of you will get it done successfully. Well, first of all, kudos, because I study teamwork and hear about the issues all the time. And it's pretty cool to hear how you guys work so well together. Well, I'll give you an example, because to me, talk is great. But if you don't do anything about it, if there's no action behind it. So I just wrote my own eulogy, which I think is a really good exercise, by the way, because, you know, coach starts with how long you're going to live. Actually adding your own eulogy would be a good, I think that'd be a good, (laughs) I mean, I mean, if you're already seeing how long you're going to live, it'd be nice to know what your life meant at the end of the year. Yeah. What people will say about you. Right. So it's a good exercise. I mean, and again, ideas, I'm almost dead last in ideation, but if it's a good idea, it's that I know it's a good one. So I wrote my eulogy and Mark's in it. And I sent it to him because I knew when I sent it to him, he'd write his own eulogy. And I don't know, 20 minutes later, he wrote his own eulogy and sent it to me. And here's what was fascinating is one, we were totally aligned. Two, I think Mark will agree with this, that his vision was a hundred, if not a thousand times bigger than mine was. And mine was pretty, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a pretty simple guy. I'm like, oh, you know, I spent time with my family. And then Mark, Mark, you could, if you want to share, but like Mark's like wrote 50 books and world records and all these things. And I'm just like, oh, I spent time with my family and contributed to society with the network. So, but that's what he's done with this company. Like, you know, it's a great idea. I know it will work. I, you know, I know it will change the world. But then Mark has taken it to a level that I just wouldn't be able to do it. And that's what I'm so thankful for. And then with the Colbys, it's so collaborative because, you know, my weaknesses, for lack of a better term, are his strengths. You know, it's great to know the top five or, you know, what your strengths are. But I think it's just as important to know your weaknesses and then find collaborators. I mean, oh, yeah. like my exactly. wife, a pediatrician, she's the exact opposite of me and basically everything. And Mm -hmm. that's, you know, she's made up for my weaknesses and I've helped her, you know, envision more of a, you know, taking more chances in life and doing all these cool things, which she she never would have done that before. And then, and Mark's done very similar things for me. He's just exponentially grown my mindset and making things real in the biggest ways possible. So I'm very thankful for that. That's very, very cool. I, I love, I love hearing that. And it's great to see what we do for other people than what other people can do for us. Yeah, I, I have to add to that in that 
Yeah, I do have that mindset. And I think what Justin's alluding to is pretty much I I changed the industry. I changed the industry of connections. I, you know, we changed the industry of connections. Mm -hmm. We changed the industry of connections. We changed the industry of the financial industry because not enough value is commoditized, Mm -hmm. trying to bring as much value to that as possible. And I think, look, I do have high ceilings, but the worst thing that can be done to kind of create a lower ceiling for me is to put me into a room with people that try to throw those obstacles up. And I call them the yeah, buts or two, right? The twos, the yeah, buts. Yeah, but this is, no, you can't do that. No, you can't. No, no, no. We can't do that. We can't do that. <laughs> or the two, you know, it's too volatile. You're too old. You're too young. You're too this. You don't have too much time right? There's so many people in this world that are like that. You pair me up with Justin that has no ceilings whatsoever. No limits. And that that creates, you know, you talk about momentum. One, I don't have any obstacles in the way. And two, he's just like, come on, let's go. You know, let's go faster. Activate. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. So you've got this rocket ship of a problem solver, right? It's friction and drag. Friction and drag. Yeah. Exactly. I'm so boring. Yeah, buts and two. Oh my gosh. Brilliant way to articulate obstacles. And that slows down so many visionaries, slows down so many multipliers. You know, Justin, you're talking about, you know, Mark being the make it real person, but you're also a make it real person. You just overcome those obstacles. We have the same litmus tests with our fathers. Uh, You know, Mark's dad, he gets his empathy from his dad you know, a great man. And then my father, you know, 61 when I was born, he'd be 106 if he was alive. And he was shot down multiple times in combat, uh, World War II hero, multiple times got no plane without a parachute, get back in the plane. So that's my litmus test. And there's just no, so people that make excuses, the yeah, but (laughs) no, no, (laughs) highest level, no excuses, only investment. So and Mark understands that. And Russ Allen Prince, we're doing the book with him. He completely understands that. The first time I had met him, and he's a 9811 Colby, right, Mark? He's a yep. one quick start. First time I met him, he's like, uh, you know, he's saying, I'm like, oh, great, let's go, let's do it. And he's like, oh, where'd you come from? I'm like, no, <laughs> yeah. no excuses. People like that really appreciate me. The yeah, the yeah but people, not so much. But that's okay, <laughs> because they were the opposite of the yeah buts. There's no buts. There's only execution. I want to talk to somebody about no excuses real quick here. Yeah. So when I was a kid, yeah, and you're exactly right. This is, I get this from my dad. So I could get a, I didn't really get so many, but yeah, if I could get a C on a math test, which is like, you know, disownment for my Asian family. <laughs> now I may get in trouble. I probably would get in trouble with that. I would get in far greater trouble if I made an excuse. I was taught at a very young age. Like that is like the worst thing in the world that you could possibly do right. as a child. Mm-hmm. is to make an excuse. So it's like, I knew for a fact that if I owned up to my dad, he may reprimand me, but make that excuse. Oh, I never forgot about, you know, the times that I would make excuses. You never, ever would do that again, because it was like, if you look at the winners and the losers, the winners are the ones that take their medicine. They take their lumps. It's my fault. I lost that game or I could have done better. My fault. The losers are the ones that make all the excuses. Uh And he says, I never, ever want you to be a loser. So it's just something I never, ever forgot. That's so powerful. It's really about taking ownership, taking full ownership. Responsibility, 100%. Yeah, it's which speaks to you, Justin. That's amazing. Oh, I'm so inspired to hear you guys talk. It's very cool. So I want, because I know people are going to like, okay, I want to know more about these two. So talk about what's next. Talk about your books Talk about if someone does qualify to be part of your WhoFinder Brepic network, how they could possibly audition. So let's talk about your books first. So Justin, I know you your book is imminent, <laughs> imminently coming out. So talk about what you guys have pulled off because like there is no stopping either one of you and together you're just multiplied, which is crazy. So Justin, tell us about your book and how people can find you. Sure. Well, again, you know, Shannon this is a great, great honor. I mean, this is just, just so tremendous. What a great, I knew this would be a good conversation, but it's better than I thought it would be even. No, I mean, the first book is called Epic Business and Chris Voss did the forward for that. I'm very thankful. He wrote Never Split the Difference. And then the second book is Epic Life. Peter Diamandis did the forward for that. And it's coming out soon, but it'll, you know, it'll be anywhere you can get books. I did not do the audible for that. I had a professional actor do that. 
you know, the company's website is brepicnetwork.com, brepicnetwork.com, and it's invite only. And yeah, if you qualify, you qualify. And then Mark and I are just the buyers for sure. So, but yeah, Mark would love to hear what you say about our book collaboration as well. Mm-hmm. So Justin and I, with the help of Russ Prince, we wrote a book, uh, it's called Superior Results, Maximizing the Value of Your High-Performing Multifamily Office. This is the world I play in. And really, it's carryover. It's not just financial. You can carry this over to, to other parts of your life. What it really means is creating an all-star team for you, you know, which is the who, not how principle, really. And it's, it's a premise of, of what we're doing in this network, which is having a, a place where I can pull thought leadership. I can pull professionals from this to get the job done. That's exactly my core business. It's all about making the right introductions, connections to the right people at the right time. That's what it boils down to. So the book encompasses how to build that all-star team. So you put it, you know, you just had a liquidity event off of your company. You want to sell your company. This is something that you should start to put people into place. It's not an education piece where we teach, not say, come to us and come to us, come to Justin, come to me, come to Russ, but more along the ways of this is how you create it. This is how you create it and the simplest way of doing things. Because I think all the great things in my life have been accomplished and done because of teamwork, because of people like Justin on my side and getting together the right people. When I want to get great results for my clients, same thing. It's putting the team in place. Mm -hmm. That's all it is right there. So the book, I wrote a bunch of it. Russ is an amazing editor. And Justin and I you know, put together a lot of the piece on how to build a team and networking. However, because Russ has written, what, 67 books and Justin has now written two. And let me see, let me count how many books I've written. Uh, zero. Yeah. <laughs> Russ kind of got the nod on doing the full edits on this stuff. But super excited, you know, for this book to come out and it's allowed, you know, a lot of opportunities to, to teach, you know, this type of thing to different entrepreneurs as well. And it carries over right into the record network. Oh, I love it. As I was mentioning before we started recording, you know, Business Brilliant by Lewis Schiff is partnered also with Russ Allen Prince. So I've known about him. I don't know that many people know him, but now I know three, which is very cool. And he's brilliant. So this is going to be an epic collaboration. (laughs) I can't wait it. So building that all-star team, and you guys are just such a great example of that. I know it's so fun for me to do the deep dive in terms of the collaboration, the teamwork. This came out of a brief conversation Justin and I had months ago now. So I love it. And there's something about when you are partnered up so well and so perfectly and so equally, but in a complimentary fashion, there's no friction, there's no drag. It's a fabulous handoff in terms of the relay. And it's just amazing what you can produce. And so that's kind of what I'm left with is hearing about it. So again, I'm just super inspired <laughs> by, your, by your teamwork or collaboration, whichever you want to call it. So that's awesome. So brepicnetwork.com. So B-R-E-P-I-C network.com is how people can reach out if they meet the qualifications. But I do appreciate that's an invite only network. And we all get requests, I'm sure. I know I do. You guys even more for who, where to find the right who's of the right mindset, yeah. right? I mean, that's such a big deal. Who, not how is such a great way to conceptualize it. But finding the right people is hard. And so to be in a network where people know the right who's and can put you in touch with them, that's incredible. Yeah, I, I have to say that the frustration sometimes, and you know, Justin alluded to this LinkedIn while the BS, is that... In my world, if I'm trying to find somebody, you know, like a professional to get a certain result, there's not a lot of people that I can count on. Now, sometimes you get that introduction from somebody, but let's back up a little bit. If I approach Justin with a problem and I say, I want this result for a client or for myself, do you know somebody that can get me from point A to point B? Now, Justin's going to say one of two things. One, he'll say, no, I don't. But Shannon will know somebody or somebody like that will know somebody. Or he would say, oh yeah, absolutely. Especially he's in the PR world or marketing world. He'll say, talk to this person. They'll get you the results. Now, Justin may put a paragraph about, you know, 10 amazing things that this person does and why I should use them and LinkedIn profile and bio and stuff. I'll just show up. I won't even look at that <laughs> because these are the people in the network that we're letting in the door. This was built because of the frustration going on LinkedIn, 
or asking other professionals, you don't know why they're referring. And that's the key question. Why are you referring this person to me? And then when you dig deep enough, it's just like, oh, he's a friend of mine. And then like, if I refer him a client, he refers me a client back. So typically that's the answer. It's not because, you know, I've known this guy, I've worked with this guy, you know, I've done all these different things with him. He's one of the guys that I would allow my children to, for him to watch my children, right? That kind of thing. So that's what we built, which is Justin's and people from different industries where I can feel comfortable. And that's kind of the, where we let people in the gate or not let people in the gate, which is like, if you introduce me to somebody, do I know it's just because you want me to get that result? Yeah. Not because it's some other reason. The other thing is, do you give to give, not give to take? Yep. You know, do you give to give because there's nothing worse than giving to take. And what I mean by that is like, I'm going to give you something because, you know, there's something I'm going to come back and ask you for. Yeah. And you kind of can spot that right at the door. Right. But if they're just giving because, oh, this person is a great part of my network and I want to introduce the two of you because this is a great collaboration. That's it. That's who we want in the network. And that's the beauty of it. Right. Rub that Aladdin lamp. You know, I need someone to get this result. And then people say, oh, I know somebody will do that. So I don't have to waste time or I have to waste energy thinking, is this the right person for one of my best clients, right? I already know. I already know for a fact, because if there's a bunch of Justins running around the room from different industries, different walks of life, then I know for sure that's the person I want to get introduced to. Oh my gosh. Well, you just save all the time it takes to vet somebody. That was the problem. Oh my gosh, yeah. That's what you've done. So you've actually transcended what typical networking is. 100%. Because typical networking is reciprocal, is probably the highest level or taking, right? But this is an abundance-minded community where this is a giving network, not a taking network. And that is so powerful. And again, that's totally transcending. I love conversations. I love people, despite being an introvert. (laughs) But it's like, I can't stand networking because it's like, I'll hand out your card. It's like, ugh, just makes me want to, do something unpleasant. You know, this is like contributing to other people, sign me up. Like that's the kind of network that I know it's critical for you guys to be a part of. Coach community is very much like that. It's one, the only kind of, I would want to be a part of. So kudos for doing that. Justin, I know you're dying to jump in. I mean, there's so much to say. Transcending networking, that's the golden boulder right there. So we're all high in competition, but at the highest level, there is no competition, only collaboration. So all this is a collaborative platform for Strategic Coach, for Abundance 360, for Entrepreneurs Organization, because at that level, people don't compete. They're just collaborating with each other. They're just collaborating. And again, I'm not a business owner. I'm just a full entrepreneur. So there's four stages that I've seen when folks start companies that I've seen because I simplify into patterns. So one is get to get, take to take. That you know, Okay, so then there's get to give. So you're mostly getting, giving a little. Then there's a mark on your channel just talking about there's give to get. Most business owners stop at give to get. Then, then the true full collaborative entrepreneurs, they're at give to give, but only to the people who get it. So I'm fully give to give, but only to the people who get it and aren't just going to take. I mean, because otherwise you're damaging yourself, your network, and, and, and those people that don't understand anyway. So all this is is a collaborative platform for people who give to give to the people who get it. That's it. That's a very cool summary of it. And it strikes me that in order to get to that level. Ooh, and Good, good. Yeah. Everyone goes like you have to survive at the beginning. 100%. Right? And you kind of don't know quite what your unique ability is or all those other right. things we talk about. So this is a point of success at which you have, as Dan would say, cash flow confidence. That's part yeah. of the deal of a successful collaboration. You're not in it for the money. You're actually in it for the capability. Correct. Right. And that point, if you're looking for teamwork, if you're looking for collaborations, because you've got cash flow handled, it's really the capability that you're looking for. And that's exactly the level at which you're operating. It's not to say those other levels are necessarily bad. You know, you kind of have to work your way up. I went through all of them for sure. Yeah, you do. Yeah, because otherwise you still, you have to eat at the beginning. (laughs) I remember when I was a beginner, I was like, I was relating the story of when I first met my husband and I was dirt flipping poor. And he fed me. I was very grateful for that at the beginning. He'd take me out for dinner and made sure I didn't starve. Right. You know, so we do go through that phase. 
But you get to a point where, yes, but then you only want to give to the people who kind of qualify, right? And that's what you're talking about, who get it. So I I love that. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited for your collaboration and teamwork. Can't wait to read the books, plural, which is amazing. And I know that for people who understand the conversation that we're having, who know themselves well, self-aware, know thyself, one of my <laughs> rules for people, you guys both do that. And you also are so committed to being a hero to always being the buyer, all the things that we talk about at Coach. So congratulations, first of all, on your amazing collaboration. And I cannot wait to see all the amazing byproducts that come out of it. It's going to be epic for not only the people in your community, but also for you and the greater audience of people your people are creating value for. So you're doing good in the world. I love this story. Well, Shannon, thanks for saying the word epic about eight times. I mean, I can't help it. I know it's great. And you know, if you look at the word epic, it's a story. So Mm -hmm. what we're doing here, all of us, we're just living into a story and then making it happen. And and, I mean, that's why I'm so excited to join free zone in 2023, because I've never really competed. It's always been collaborations. I mean, both my companies are just collaborations and, you know, you and Dan and Babs and all the coaches, they provide the ideas, most of them that are in my head, and then I'll take them and actually do it. Yes. So basically everything that this company is, is a summarization of everything that you and everyone's been talking about, and then we're just doing it. Yes. And then we're just looping into that epic story. Well, it's very fun to see it come to life in the Justin and Mark version. Just uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> because as many clients as we have, there's that many different versions of coach. I'm very, very clear. It's very Good unique point. individual to everybody. That's right. But it's very fun to see it come to life combined with your unique abilities. So I really appreciate that. Oh my gosh. Awesome, guys. Thank you. Thank you so much. I know that people know how to reach you. Can't wait to read each of your books. And just again, thank you for this awesome conversation. Awesome. Thank you, Shannon. It's an honor.